Hi, sorry to disturb you there. You look like you're um, having a peaceful, peaceful rest. So I'm just doing some vox pops for the Indie Media Show for RTRFM. Just thought I'd ask you what brings you out for International Women's Day and I suppose the particular importance of International Women's Day for, for working women. Sure. I come from a long line of working women and I know how hard it is to, to do that juggle but I'm really proud that I come from a long line of working women. My mum um, actually had one of the first long daycare centres in Perth and she did that so that women could go to work because previously they couldn't do that. Um, it's still difficult. I've got a daughter now. I'm very concerned at the moment about insecure work, that we're all on contracts, underemployment, and it's just really hard. I work in the field of domestic violence. Um, now, there's lots of reasons for domestic violence, but it's, there's no doubt that insecure work and difficult economy adds to the pressure of families. And uh, for things to change, we need a fairer society. I think uh, it's quite critical to have... Uh infrastructure around uh, around working women and particularly proper childcare where people can be confident that their children are going to be cared for you know in a safe environment those kinds of things and I, basically I'm so getting so old now that I'm just sick of being out there again you know I just come on we've been doing this all my adult life and you know it's enough already I think it's really important to be out here as a young woman because there's a legacy to carry on, obviously, and it's really easy to see that lots of things need to change, like 10 days of paid domestic violence leave, but it's contextualised against like how far we've come. You need that to kind of lift you up. Um, so I think it's yeah a good day to think about both of those things and you know bring bring people into it. Make sure feminism's not a dirty word, yeah. So we're here today because it's International Women's Day and I know that's something that you're all probably very aware of. And there's lots of events on IWD and many of them reflect on typically how the women's movement's achieved many things and how we've still got a long way to go before we achieve equality and equity. But this year, I think people are at a point where we feel like we don't want another event where we talk about how far we've gone. Uh, we don't want another event uh, where we uh, are listening to men tell us how good the progress has been. We are here today because we're fed up. I know I'm fed up and I know many of you are fed up. Fed up by slow progress towards equality. Uh, in many cases as well, it just feels like we're going backwards. So I know that I'm fed up with things like the fact that the gender pay gap in this state has remained stubbornly high. It's the highest in WA than it is of any state in Australia. Shame. The size of that gap, about 23%, which means in WA, women working full-time earn about $443 less every week than their male counterparts. And I say, that's not good enough. I am fed up with the fact that despite having legislation which is supposed to address pay inequality, and we've had that legislation for, what, 50 years now, but despite that, we are still running and winning cases for pay equity, trying to address the historic under-evaluation of women's work. But even in that context, we're still seeing our attempts frustrated by the Fair Work Commission and we saw them last year throw out a case being run by United Voice trying to address uh, the historic underpayment of childcare workers, early childhood workers. Shame. Shame. Shame! 
Now I'm sick of hearing policymakers suggest that we will close the gender pay gap if we just encourage more girls to study STEM. If we encourage girls to pursue careers in male occupations or the traditional blokes careers, that somehow the gender pay gap will close. Or, even more patronising, hearing that if we just encourage men to do women's work or get them to do a bit more housework, and I don't mind that idea, that somehow these things will fix the pay inequality that we experience every day. Or, perhaps if we promote some more senior women into executive positions of big companies or onto boards of big companies, that that will fix the gender pay gap. But we're here today because we know that these things won't fix it. They won't fix the traditional undervaluation of women's work. They won't fix the fact that we have a highly segregated workforce. They won't fix the fact that if women are doing what's considered to be women's work, that they just get paid less because of it. Just wondering what brings you out for International Women's Day and particularly what you think the, the issues are facing working women in Australia in 2019? Sure. So um, I want... Obviously it's International Women's Day so I want to um, support and commemorate the day but also I'm a health department worker. I've been on continual contracts for seven years after 20 plus years in the health department and, um, and I just want to support what the unions are doing. I belong to a union for 20 years myself and just the difficulty in finding permanent um, work for women um, is becoming increasingly difficult. Yeah, so really, I support the uh, the rally big time. I think that one of the big issues for older women is the fact that they're uh, retiring on a lot less superannuation than men, and that is just a scandal. And women are facing homelessness at, at an older age. We need to change the rules so that women are getting paid the same rate, and that their superannuation is being paid, and that they can claim it. So I'm going to say, working women, you're going to say, change the rules because that's what we need to do. So let's have a practice. Working women, change the rules. Working women, change the rules. Working women, change the rules. You can do it louder than that. Come on, let's go. Working women, change the rules. 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 All right, good job. I also want a society where we realise that a full-time working mum while dad's at home raising his children is not considered radical at all. The, the barriers for women and mothers in the workplace are still significant. We have our sexism, inflexible rostering in workplaces and the assumption that a woman is somehow less reliable by virtue of being a mother. The lack of affordable and flexible childcare options and societal expectations of a woman to assume responsibility as a primary caregiver for her children. This all needs to change if women are to thrive and succeed in the workplace and society as a whole. Statistically, women are still paid less than our male counterparts, 27 grand a year to be exact. Yeah. We are, we consequently require with, uh, retire with less than our super funds, and men will, will do with the same job and will retire into poverty at significantly higher rates than men will too. The issue of pay parity is something we must continue to champion because how can we, can we be considered equal when our work is not valued as highly as the same work performed by our male counterparts? The social, the social consequences for perpetuating this gender pay cap are profound. 
And this is why unions are so important in supporting women and their families. Workers' rights are women's rights. Because it's a collective front that we have power to push the relentless push for change. Women need to be seen and heard at every level so that we can change the dynamic. Representation matters. Happy International Women's Day 2019. Harrison disagrees. <laughs> Here's to strong women. May we know them, may we be them, and may we raise them.